Daryl Cavett here, Alpha Equity Partners. I'm one of the managing partners of this firm. And I uh, just wanted to talk to you guys today about um, how I was able to raise over $100 million in my career. And uh, the title of the topic on how I was able to do it, um, or specifically what I wanted to talk to you about, um, is how to actually raise capital and how I was able to raise capital during uh, the global pandemic in 2019, uh, the COVID-2019 pouring up into 2020. And so I just want to provide a little backstory on how we got here and how we did it. And hopefully um, we're able to add that value um, so you can find yourself in a success that we've found and hopefully duplicate those results, if not do better. So, um, you know, I think the best way to probably talk to um, kind of get going. Sorry about that. Is really more so talk a little bit about myself. Not too much. We want to spend more time on you and and how you can be successful um, and in keeping it specific or into context of the family office club, which I do uh, kind of credit a lot of the success that I've actually had, to be quite frank. Um, and I'll explain to you why about that as well. So, um, here goes nothing, right? So, um, you know, a little bit myself. So I am uh, from Dallas, Texas. Um, our office is based out of South Lake, but we also have offices in Atlantic city and, um, uh, DC. And, um, you know, we, we basically just found this company back in, um, actually last year. Um, and I've actually been with a couple of firms. And uh, the first firm that I was with was with Pax Equity. Uh, and our first event at the Family Office Club was back in September of 2016 um, for the uh, Super Conference. Um, so this will be, um, you know, I'm not getting paid for this or anything like that, but um, the Super Conference is what really kind of opened my, my, my mind and my um, imagination um, and, and how I uh, really feel that. Um, I was able to have the success that I had. So back in September of 2016, or even prior to that, uh, I got a call from a colleague that I used to work with at Fidelity who had been um, um, following me or, or been keeping up with my success on uh, on social media. And I was really surprised when he called me because I didn't have any idea that he was keeping up with me. Uh, and so he remembered me back from the Fidelity days and I had left Fidelity back in uh, November of 2012. And uh, he just wanted to let me know that, hey, look, I've been kind of following you, been seeing you do your entrepreneurial thing. And at that time, I owned uh, five tax offices with a, with a business partner in Dallas called Exodus Financial Group. And I was already looking for something else. Um, and I had all my investment licenses. I've done some stuff in M&A and did some consulting work with CPAs, um, helping them build out wealth management um, services to their CPA practice to meet the needs of their client, to add a more boutique type service. And roll those up um, and either you know sell or exit. Um, so I had some experience um, with ultra high net worth individuals. Had some experience selling managed money at Fidelity. So um, you know I didn't know a lot about private equity. I heard about family office, but didn't know a lot about it. You know I was just kind of like most of us in the financial service industry. We were kind of in our silos. So when I got the call to, to be a part of this private equity group. Um, as a VP of, of development, you know, I, I said yes, but you know, quite frankly, I didn't know what I was signing myself up to. Um, and, and, and so, so anyway, so next thing you know, fast forward, 
I go to this super conference in uh, November of uh, 2016. And uh, it was, that's the first time that I ever met Richard Wilson um, or finding out anything about film office. It was more than I ever thought. I mean, the panels and things that I was on, uh, well, the panels that I watched, I wasn't on any panels, was just mind blowing. The, bio, the, the, the backgrounds of a lot of the people that were there. Um, and it didn't take me long to pretty much kind of figure out the lay of the land, find out, you know, everyone was kind of falling around the speakers and the people on the panel. And clearly, so at that point, you know, and they'd have these name tags and they'd tell you where they were a family office or, you know, what service they provide and everything. So, I mean, I, you know, I was kind of getting the lay of the land. And so uh, that's kind of, you know, how it kind of started. Everything just kind of came together. Like I've been in the space since 2007, but it was in a different capacity. Um, and we kind of, you know, um, just kind of came into the family office space. Um, I was very, very intimidated at first. Um, you know, I didn't really didn't know my, you know, my butt from my, my elbow, so to speak. Uh, and, you know, it, it took me a while to get settled. Um, I've probably been to about 30 um, of these events um, all over the country. And I actually even went to, to one when, they had, um, when the family office was in uh, London back in 2018. Um, and so slowly but surely, things just kind of started to open up for me and things kind of start slowing down. Um, um, and then I start to realize that, you know what, at the end of the day, you know, it, these are just people, uh, these are just people. I know this stuff, Marty, I know how to talk to high net worth individuals. You know, I worked at Fidelity, you know, I know how to have these conversations. I mean, just relax and just kind of add value. So that's kind of it along what went away to kind of get to this point to where we are right now. Uh, I know many times when you're at the family office event, especially now that it's virtual and we're trying to figure out, hey, look, is this something that's going to be worth our time? Can these can can I really meet people there or really family office and get in, in, in front of family office and have conversations and things like that to to pitch my deal or what have you? Well, I'm going to be the first one to say that. Absolutely. Yes, you can. Um, but you're going to have to approach it from a different way. And uh, now we'll get into like how I approached it and how I in, in 2020 raised over two hundred and fifty million dollars from the family office. I threw, an, threw someone on the panel and I won't drop any names, but um, um, it was one of the panelists on the uh, uh, and, and one of the events. I heard them speak. And this is exactly how I did it, guys. I listened exactly for what they were looking for. Um, they will tell you. Richard Wilson will have them. Uh, will have a lot of the panelists in the family office say specifically, "Hey, can you talk to what type of deals you're looking looking at? What type? Wh how should people uh, come to you and and pitch to you or tell you about their deal?" And I just listened. Right? I read the books, um, the capital raising book. Uh, I think I have them all here. I'm just going to show you, just so you don't think I'm, uh, uh, you know, so. I read all of the the books. Yeah, here they go. So, you know, read the the Family Office Club and the the Capital Raising book. And one of my favorites, the Centimillionaire Strategies. And I and I read this stuff. And I took my knowledge that I already had, and I applied it to the capital raising thing, and really understood um, about trying to add value. And that is kind of where we're at. This is how, how I actually close the deal. So I'm listening to the panel and I go to this um, said person and, and I pitched my first deal to him. Kind of brushed me off. Uh, he wasn't really interested. It's OK. 
And this was in Dallas at the Tower Club. Um, and it was around November of 2019. Um, actually, probably a little bit before, whenever they were in Dallas, the Family Office Club. And uh, then I went to the Miami um, event and I uh, seen the same individual, try to invite him out to dinner. Um, he had already had a prior engagement, um, so he didn't do it. I said, hey, I already have a prior engagement, can come. So we actually end up, you know, meeting with some other people, taking them out to dinner, you know, wanting, dining, trying to add value, finding out a little bit more what they were doing to pitch, you know, our deal. Um, and then, you know, um, I, I, I meet a client. It was a, it was an opportunity of a lifetime, a, a different client. And I remembered what this other person did and what they said specifically what they were looking for. Uh, and they, and what they thought about the market. They thought the market was overbought. They sold off all, a lot of their multifamily assets. I, I, I kind of knew kind of like, you know, in the back of my mind, the time clock that they were doing a 1031 exchange. So when I actually came up to this person again in February, I kind of knew that, hey, look, I don't know. I didn't know whether they redeployed that capital or not, um, but I just you know, ran it by them. We were in the same. It was back in we were back in Dallas and in, in the Tower Club. And I and we were in the same um, group, a workshop group. And I just, I just introduced myself. Hey, look, you know, I wanted to talk to you about the deal. Um, and I just went and I knew my numbers, knew exactly what it was. It was a public private partnership. Um, and so. We're in the middle of COVID at this point, or we're getting close. So uh, actually, this is prior to us even knowing COVID was happening. This is back in February of 2020. And so I put the deal in front of this person, uh, and I remember very vividly what they had said they were looking for. And so I just kind of, you know, rehashed that information uh, and just really just say, hey, look, I'm listening. I understand what you're looking for. I'm only going to talk to you about what you say you were looking for, and I'm here trying to add value. And so that's kind of what within five minutes that said individual was like, look, we want to put over a hundred million dollars in this deal. I go, wow, okay. Um, let's call, you know, and they, hey, are you are they open to co uh, investments? I mean, what's the internal rate of return? What's the what's the uh, the cap the, the yield? Um, and a number of other things that got kind of got spit off there, and I just knew the deal so well. I read the PPM front front and backwards. I knew my numbers. And then, and then the passion came through, uh, because I, I've been at that point. I've been in this space for a while. I had pitched so many different times. I wasn't really scared of the rejection, and um, you know, it was just is either going to do it or not. You know, came up with them square shoulders, told them exactly who I was, what I stood for. I was firm, um, and I but I was respectful, um, and that's kind of what happened. They, the person said they were interested, and they wanted to move forward, and next thing you know, the deal gets closed. Um, and that's kind of how it was, well, well, that's kind of how it was done. Um, so, you know, what I was, as I was kind of going back and reflecting, um, when this all happened, uh, cause at that point I've been going to these family office events for about, you know, a little over three years. It was probably like my 30th event. And, uh, we did some smaller deals out of there, but nothing to this magnitude. And, uh, you know, I think one of the reasons why we had the success was, I mean, the deal was structured in a way it was I was listening to the client. I knew they want they were moderately conservative. Um, they didn't want anything crazy. Um, they basically wanted a, way, a place where they can park money and get a decent yield. And kind of they were trying to wait out the recession. Um, but to end up, it actually um, doubled down on that. Not only were they waiting, looking at the rent out of recession wait out a reception, but they also wanted to wait out a, um, a pandemic as well. 
And so since it was a PPP type of deal, public-private partnership, and there was some reasonable surety on downside protection, the deal just made sense. And also this particular investor had a number, a number of years of experience um, in that space, right? So that's kind of how it happened. And so what I would say it's very important that you remember um, is that when you're going out there and you're talking to people about a, a particular deal, um, you know, just be mindful that these people are, are human beings and they're not just, you know, a number. They're not just money. You know, they're, you know, they're human and they want to hear the story. They want to know that you are not just peddling them a deal or the deal of the week. Um, another thing that I think that was very important that I did is when it became to the project that I was working on, I actually went on site to this project. I met the sponsor, the developers or the sponsor. I really got intimate with the deal. And those are the things I think that you have to remember. Like you have to really go all in and you have to burn all the boats and you have to be looking to add value. It has to be more than just the money, right? And so I think, and I hope rather, that as you watch this video and as you watch and listening and to all the other esteemed individuals that's going to have the opportunity to share with you and pour into you today, that you just remember that just relax, talk about the deal, add as much value as you possibly can, be yourself, be transparent. Um, don't fudge. Don't make up anything. If you don't know, tell them you don't know. Um, many times you get one opportunity and you just, you know, every this, every, this business is about trust. It's a small business. Uh, it's a small world, rather. And so you don't want to get known as someone of this peddling deals or anything like that. Take your time, get to know these people, get to get to get a chance to really understand what they do, um, their mission statements for their families and that sort of thing. And I think you will find the success that you're looking for. Um, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you very much for your time. Daryl Cabot, again, managing partner with Alpha Equity Partners. And hopefully you found value in this message. Have a good day.